This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Monday morning to one and all. We are back together again. It is Taz and the Moose with you. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike and Pete across the way. Bogus back as well from his vacation as we take you for the next three hours right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. What's up, Taz? What's going on, bro? Oh, good, Moose. Good, man. Uh, Great to be back uh, in the saddle here. Dual saddles with you. Yeah, dual saddles. That's it. Big giant horse. horse. Yeah. Poor horse's (laughs) back spine is cracking. Uh, I think the horse would probably run away. It's like, oh, God. Yes. Here we go. I would say we're good. Well, I I couldn't say like, you know. Maybe a donkey. A donkey. Like one of those big. (laughs) But what's the really big horse? Not a. uh, A Clydesdale. Clydesdale. I couldn't think of that. That's a weird. The Budweiser Clydesdale. Yeah, that's what yeah. <laughs> Two of those. You and I yeah, just yeah, exactly trot right. through yeah. on a couple of Clydesdales right. on this Monday. Right. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> Man, you got to kill a tan going on. Yes. You got to kill a tan. You're not getting that on a horse farm. No, no. It was, yeah, we had a great week. Uh, yeah. We had a great week on the beach and stuff like that down in the Caymans. It was it was uh, hot and it was nice. nice. It was fun. And we had a really good time. Boys had a good time. Nice. And it went by uh, super fast. Your vacation was good? It was outstanding. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, it was epic. But I've been here all this past week. So no, I know you, that. You know how that I've goes. Been... Then it feels like your vacation was like years ago. No, I know. Especially I... when you're co-host. <laughs> he just got back, and he's got a great tan. Oh, my God. I'm well, so mad. Well, I know. Well, you, you mean the refreshing nature of the of the vacation is now gone. <laughs> Sunlight, yeah. All right. I gotcha. Unlike the cave we have here. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to be back. Yes, good sir. to be back together with you. And uh, we got a good show on tap for the next yes, uh, three hours. As, uh, we've only got two weeks left of uh, what is, quote, unquote, summer. Uh, it doesn't officially end, but once you hit Labor Day weekend, and obviously then you got football and you got college football right around the corner, it's all right in front of us, Taz, as the drama does continue out in Oakland uh, for the Raiders with uh, as they wrapped up uh, their training camp in Napa, a nice place to hold training camp. Yeah. Uh, but they spent 24 days out in Napa, uh, did the Oakland Raiders for Mike Mayock and John Gruden. They got, as Mayock said yesterday, and we'll play his quote here momentarily, 89 guys busting their rear end to make this football team. Uh, one of those guys uh, that isn't is Antonio Brown, whether it be the foot issue, which was a serious issue, uh, or whether it now be obviously the whole idea with the helmet, uh, which he knew for a better part of a year that there was going to be a helmet change and his old helmet was not going to be able to be uh, be able to be used during the course of, of NFL games. I mean, Tom Brady even talked about the very fact right, of right. Uh, you know, I don't like it, but we were we were told that that helmet sure. and that model is going away. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> you, you need to have that understanding. Um, and, you know, his drama and the nonsense with Antonio Brown out in Oakland just continues. It's crazy. It really is crazy. And while you were out last week, you know, we talked about this, Zach and I, a little bit here and there, and, and, and Mikey B, uh, and, and Pete jumped in, and the helmet thing. And I got to tell you, it was just... Uh, 
you know, before we get into the, the what Mike Mayock said, because Mike Mayock, Mayock, he basically drew the line in the sand, the proverbial line in the sand, and I respect what he did and, and what he said. Anyway, the whole thing with the helmet with Antonio Brown, I got to tell you, Moose, and I want to I get your take on it. I feel like a, it was a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of a stall tactic because of his serious issue, and you're right, it is serious with his feet and with the frostbite and everything, and I, I saw it on Hard Knocks. You could see his feet with the guys dealing with it, so that's no joke, but he, he should have never left his team. He didn't have to, even though he was dealing with all that, he could have rehabbed and dealt with everything in Napa with his teammates as opposed to going back to his mansion you know, on the beach in, in Miami, you know. And, you know, so, yeah, of course, he uses a, 20, a 2011 shut advantage, air advantage helmet, which, which is permanently banned um, by the NFL because it failed testing and stuff. So, but there, as you know, Moose, and you mentioned uh, Tom Brady, there are a plethora of veterans that want to keep using their same helmet. And when their helmet doesn't pass certification and, it, and, and, and the league wants to upgrade, especially with all the concussions and everything and the issues, you know... This is not some new thing that this guy realizes he's got to use a different helmet. And I understand the helmet could affect your vision. It's got to be the right helmet. I respect that. But I got to tell you, I, and that's what I'm, I want to ask you, Moose. I feel that he's stalling. I feel it's a stall tactic just because he's not right with his feet. Uh, I, I don't know what it is with Antonio. You might be right, Taz. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I, I can't tell you that you're. You know, right. uh, that you're definitely wrong, or I totally disagree with it. I don't know. I. I, I you know, I, I guess I look at, could it be that? Yeah, it could be that. He could just be a complete utter knucklehead. Um, could it be. could be a case that he doesn't, you know, it, it might not be a stall tactic because of his feet. It might be a stall tactic because he doesn't want to go to training camp mm. uh, as well. And he'd rather be down in his mansion in Miami or he'd rather be any place else. I mean, uh, you look at it. I mean, he, he, you know, during, you know, report day, he took a hot air balloon ride, right? right I mean, right. that was, uh, that was one day, right? Yep. Uh, you know, he took some, you know, did one walkthrough this past Saturday, took some, uh, you know, ran some pass routes. Uh, we saw him working out in the off season, uh, with Carr out there in Oakland and catching balls from Carr, um, you know, during one of the, one of the, uh, you know, mini camps, so to speak. Uh, for the Raiders, it could be a case where he's a veteran player and doesn't want to go through the 24 days of mini, uh, of camp. Now, camp could is be. completely different than it was 20 years ago. Right? They're not doing two a days. You're not running Oklahoma drills. No, you're not hitting. Hey, you know, you're no. not hitting like you used to. So it is different. But there are veteran players that love playing regular season football and hate going through the you know four weeks of 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 training camp. So it could be that, but it could also be a, you know it could, could be, be. A, you know. But it, it's just been. <clears throat> You know, here if you look at the newer helmets as compared to the older helmets, yes, they're a lot bigger. Uh, you know, they're you know you have less line. You know, your your line of sight is probably affected a little sure. bit. Yep, yep. Uh, you might might not be able to see more. I mean, if you compare the two, and I know there are different variations of it, but there seems to be a, you know a lot more protection in trying to protect the head now as compared to where it was six, seven years ago. I get that, where it could be a little bit more obtrusive. Right, that, more that, of a bulbous yeah, type right, of right, thing. Right, right, a little right, bit right. bigger of a right, helmet. Right, right. And, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, right. uh, that's it. And, and Taz, if I'm the Raiders and I'm Mike Mayock and I'm John Gruden and I'm sitting there, you know, what Mayock had to say, and let's play it, here's what he had to say yesterday as the Raiders ended camp in Napa a day early. Take a listen. So here's the bottom line. He's upset about the helmet issue. Uh, we have supported that. We appreciate that. Okay, but we've at this point we've pretty much exhausted all avenues of relief. So from our perspective, 
it's time for him to be all in, we're all out. So we're hoping he's back soon. We got 89 guys busting their tails. We are really excited about where this franchise is going, and we hope AB is going to be a big part of it starting week one against Denver. End of story. No questions. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, there's no gray area there. No. <laughs> that's, well, that's a line in the sand right But there. here's my – In or out. <laughs> now, listen, Taz. If, okay, so say if it was a, a stall tactic by Brown. Right. Do you think Mayock would come out and make the statement he did yesterday? Do you think, you mm. know, they would be kind of working hand in hand? They did – I mean, they trade a third and a fifth round draft choice for him, right? He – he was all smiles when they introduced him. They paid him more money, of right? Course, yeah. Uh, they gave him eleven over eleven million dollars more to come to Oakland, right. And rework the three years that was left on his contract. Um, do, do you think? Do you think Brown would and Mayock would have a conversation? The very fact of well, listen, you know, we know it's the foot issue. You know, this mm. could be a diversionary tactic. Do you think Mayock <clears throat> would make the statement if this was a diversionary tactic? I, I do because I think that. I mean, we could, I guess we will, too. We might as well. If you're reading between the lines of what Mayock's saying, and he, there is no gray area. He's saying you're either in or you're out. Okay, enough already. And now I'm heavy paraphrasing here, folks, right? So it's either like, listen, uh, you're either do what or get off the pot, as the expression goes. Let's go. Enough of this. Okay, come on. Now, my point is, if this guy was still injured, meaning Antonio Brown with his feet, which I know it's going to take some time, but he must have gotten better because you know, I'm, you're on vacation. I'm sure you haven't caught up with hard knocks, but you, you see some stuff, whatever they air, because it's edited. They're showing you that he is training a little bit with the team, very little, and the team is jocking him. Like, they want him back. Gruden, oh, yeah, 84 is going to be back. Can't wait for 84. David Carr, I mean, Carr's talking about Like, it's it's like they're, they're trying to talk so much about him, but he's not doing anything. He can't, you know, and then when he is there, it's like, well, you got to back off. You're working too hard, A.B. You're doing too much. Like, that Gruden's like, you're working too hard. You'll see if you catch up with hard knocks. Thing is, I do think that Mayock, I do feel like Antonio Brown is using the helmet as a stall tactic, and especially hearing Mayock, if he was still hurt, Mayock, I don't think, would have said that. He would have said, "I look, the guy is still trying to get back from what is going on with his feet. You guys have seen his feet. You know what's going on with his feet. And so I think he he Mayock would be more patient. I got you. you know what I'm saying I, if he was hurt still, right? I I and I agree with you. No, and and so right. So if he was if he was still hurt, he would be more patient. I Mayock, yes, Mayock would be right. I don't I, think Mayock would have said that. You know what I mean? If the guy was still, you know, in a position where he can't run routes and and work out with the team, uh, I think Mayock wouldn't have said what he said. That's so you what I'm think saying. Brown is using the helmet as a as, stall, as just he doesn't want to play, or you mentioned the foot issue, and it could be what you're saying. He just thought like a lot he of things don't want to work out in camp. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which right, you could be right one, too. I mean, right, that, one way or the other. Right, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm the Raiders though. This is nonsense. I don't need no doubt, I mean, and that, that's right. the other thing that that would frustrate me is that. He he wanted out of Pittsburgh, right? We had fun with it, you know, Mr. Big Chest and all oh, yeah. that kind of well, stuff that he was Mr. doing. You know, that that he, he wanted no part of Pittsburgh any longer, right? Yeah. They have the presser out there in Oakland. This is that Mayock is brought in as GM. You know, they're they're the proud papa of, you know, bringing in one of the most productive receivers in the National Football League in Antonio Brown. And and this is how he rewards them uh, by by yeah. creating nonsense Games. and drama 
that that you don't need. I mean that that's really what it comes down to, Taz, and and that would frustrate me. Where if I were if I were the Oakland Raiders, I'd be sitting there if I'm Gruden, you know, and and I did not watch Hard Knocks last week. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll let let truth be known, but. Um, you know, if well, they you're are on vacation, you can't watch hard. No, I did, not. I did not watch hard. Come on, Moose. I'm sorry. I apologize. Your uh, wife wouldn't mind. No, or... right, Donna. <laughs> give me 50 minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch an an HBO show. She'd be like, Mark, we're in the Cayman Islands. Right, right. exactly. Right. But I listen. I gotta watch Gruden. He's doing a big pep talk. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Tess, I'd look at it and I'd say like, this is the last thing they need. I mean, if I want one of those players on that Raider team. Wouldn't you be bothered by the very fact of the, the the incessant drama and the conversation surrounding a player that's not on the practice field with absolutely, you? Absolutely, dude. I mean, absolutely. This is like, you know, he... Even if he can't practice, the fact that he's not there. That's the problem. He's doing see, a but, walkthrough. But see, that's he's it. doing a walkthrough before but, the game uh, on Saturday, and then he's not there on Sunday. Why are you not there on Sunday? And how the hell is he allowed to, for this, to even do this? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, he, you know, I mean, really, you can't... But, but you nailed it. That's it. You you got to be there with your team. Even a couple of weeks ago when the feet thing was even more and then the helmet thing got even bigger, he, he didn't have to what? It's, you're so disgruntled about this helmet and, that you have to go back to Miami. I have to go back. What are you kidding me? What, what are you leaving your team for? I mean, really, it's like, uh, you know, these guys are away from their fa- The rest of the team, the other 89 guys are away from their families just like you are. Okay, they might not be as great as you are, A.B. They might not have your legacy that you're working on, no doubt about it. There's still football players that are family men that are away from their families too. Right, and they're laying it down on the they line. Are. Here's Here's what it does. If anybody has any doubt that, it, that talent reigns supreme or that it is a player's league, just look at this example. Mm. You know, Look at the fact of how much the Raiders are bending over backwards in order to make it work with Antonio Brown, even with all of this nonsense. Now there is another thing when he when there is a drop off he will not be given another opportunity. No, I mean listen, that's Moose. the other ma- because there's not a, once there's a drop off task, you'll see receivers, some veteran receivers that right. have been good soldiers that'll hang on mm. and they'll maybe you know be that third or fourth guy and they'll yeah. collect pay if they want to continue to play. But teams will not deal with this nonsense. You have to be as good as Antonio Brown is for teams to be able to deal with this kind of nonsense. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you, are you surprised we're already – now, we knew when, when we heard that, that Antonio Brown was going to go to the Raiders, we were hopeful for the Raider Nation, for the Raiders fans, yeah. that, that there would be no drama from this guy, you know? But now, here we are. I, I got to tell you, I want to get your take, but I'm surprised it's already – it's only, I should say, August 19th, and there's already all these issues with this guy, and you have the GM in Mayock already basically saying, all right, look, dude, you're in or out. You're in or you're out. What's your story? I'm surprised it's happened this quick. Are you? Uh, I am too. Yeah, I am too. I am. I, I thought just... I thought he'd be. Uh, I thought a, he'd a be good a good camper. We year talked one. about it. We uh, yeah, we about said it at the yeah. time. I, I didn't think there would be. I thought maybe year two, year three, you'd see some of this drama. I did not think you'd see this kind of drama year one. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, with I'm you. telling you, dude. And and the thing is, like, they got you now. Know, if he's there Monday night, uh, you know what is it? September 9th. Mm. Uh, you know, if he's there that whatever, yeah, September 9th, I believe it is. If he's there Monday night, September 9th, 1020 Eastern time, mm. as the Raiders host the Broncos, uh, and 84 is doing the pregame warm-ups, feet are okay, he's wearing that new helmet, Taz, all will be forgiven. You know, oh, if he yeah. catches touchdowns, oh, and yeah. is, you know, yeah. and people aren't yeah. going to look back on the 24 days of Napa and all this drama and nonsense, but... Uh, he's got to produce. No doubt. And and Derek Carr was, was talking about him in one of the episodes of Hard Knock about about Antonio Brown, and he just 
He can't wait. He can't wait. Gruden and Carr were talking because there was a, a you, you'll see it when you watch it back. Um, Derek Carr's throwing these just you know he's got a cannon. He's got a yeah, big, he's great arm. big arm. You know, yeah. he's throwing these deep passes to these rookie receivers. And Gruden's like, oh, wait, eighty four's here. Wait, AB's here. Like they're just hyping up Antonio Brown. They want him there so bad. But you could tell each week of hard knocks that Gruden is getting a little bit more annoyed each each time. He basically says at the end of the last episode, listen, I got plays drawn up for this guy. Yeah. Specifically for him. He goes, He's gotta be here. You know, and he's so not. He's not. Yeah, yeah. He's not. And 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 Taz, that's that's gotta be the frustrating way. You look at because remember when the Raiders brought Antonio Brown in, they wanted guys that were gonna be you know, think about football, mm-hmm. uh, live, eat, and breathe it. That's the guys that they want to bring in. Even had heard Mayock talk about when the draft class. Yeah. When he, yeah. When he was talking about the, the draft class. Draft we class, wanted yeah. football players. Football players, right. We right. wanted guys that are going to be all in, talking, thinking about football, going to sleep thinking about football. Those are the type of guys that we want to bring into this organization. And then you look at 84, yeah. you think, look at Antonio Brown, and it's been nothing but football, no, right? right? It's been right. the cryotherapy and the feet. And you know, fly it over to your you know, whatever. He's in France. That's France, what happened. He was in, right, in the, over in France yeah, doing it, right? Yeah, so yeah. that, and then he suffers the foot issue. The now it's the fight. helmet yeah. issue. Mm. No, it, it, it. Listen, it is what it is. And here's the other thing: is is if you are a great player, you know your your greatness cannot be it cannot be pointed to a helmet. You right. should be able to produce and be a really good football Absolutely. player, Absolutely. regardless of the helmet that you are wearing. Right. Even if your vision is affected a little bit, right. you should be able to make an adjustment because you are ridiculously good at the job that you do. Correct. It's not just that. These, For those that don't realize, they, the technology behind these helmets are unbelievable. And the equipment managers and the guys who – men and women who run these equipment rooms across the NFL – these, these are the best people that do this. They can adjust this player or any player's helmet. I, it happened for me. I played at a D2 college, and I had my helmet adjusted. I had my shoulder pads adjusted. D2 college. Could you imagine? You're in the NFL with the equipment people. They'll adjust everything you need. My son had it as a lacrosse yeah. man. They adjust your stuff. So you can adjust this helmet. That's why I think it's a little bit of hogwash. But look, meanwhile, the other and guy... And also looking to protect you. Of course, that's their for job. Your, for your life when you're 50, 55, Correct. 60, 65 years Correct. old, that you're not suffering from CTE. Correct. Now, some might say the helmet has nothing. But, I mean, there's kind of debate about that. But, Taz, that's what they're looking to try and do. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt about it. And meanwhile, Richie Incognito, okay, who came back to football, and we know the story. We talked about Incognito, how he... Can be a big time, you know, problem. He's yes. not. It doesn't seem like an awesome person no, off the field. No, doesn't seem like a good guy. Meanwhile, he, in, and you see it in Hard Knocks. He's been a, a great camper. Yeah, the teammates all love him. That's great. They had the Rams in town. They were training with the Rams, like in scrimmages for a couple of days. There was a big fight against the Rams in practice. And incognito, they should have backed off. He didn't do anything. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's okay. Like he kept himself calm. So, like I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not waving his flag, but. He at least is not a headache yet. Right. So, <laughs> you know. And he also, and, and Taz, he also probably understands this is it. Correct. I think he does. I think he this does. This is those. it. I I I've, got no other, I've got no other way to go. I think so, that's a good point. you know, I can't. Yeah. You know, if the Raiders, if I'm not a good camper here and the Raiders decide to get rid of me. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to be playing football in yeah. 2019. Yeah, no doubt. And, and that's why he's probably has changed his ways. Uh, a little bit for Antonio Brown. Somewhere the Steelers are smiling. How about if you're Mike Tomlin? That's the other aspect Bro. of this. If you're Mike Dude. Tomlin and you're the Steelers organization, and you know you're putting your feet up and you're looking at this yeah, and you're yeah. saying to yourself, "Listen, 
There's no doubt. We're oh. gonna, we miss Antonio Brown, the player. <laughs> we do not miss Antonio Brown, the headache. We talked about this. We did a 1v1 yeah. last year. You would have loved it. We did a... Uh, Who's happier, the Bills or the Steelers? That they don't have AB, right? <laughs> and and the, the Steelers won. So I would imagine everybody said Steelers. Yeah, they've got to be ecstatic thinking no about that, Taz. No I mean, no they doubt. really do. Yeah. Uh, but it does continue. Do you think he'll be there? I I would be absolutely. I'm surprised by the nonsense here. Yeah, me too. First training camp. Now, Taz, I would be stunned. If he's not there, as long as the feet are healthy, I'm talking about the fact of if as long as he can play and he can physically play, I would be absolutely stunned. Monday night, Broncos, week one, late game of the doubleheader if Antonio Brown's not suited up for the Raiders. I agree with you. Now, do you want better? I do think that he'll be Antonio Brown. I do think he will be there in camp at practice, you should say, today. I don't. I don't. I think Mayock, his message went directly to Antonio Brown, and I don't think he's going to push that. I don't. I don't think he's going to push right. that. I don't think he's going to right. So I agree with you. He'll yeah. be the week one. I think he's going to be there this week. He better be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and Mayock laid down the line, and good for Mayock yesterday oh, by yeah. doing that. 855 212 4CBS, 855 212 4227. I think we'll see A.B. there this week, week one against the Denver Broncos. Want to hear from you as the drama does continue and Mayock lays down the gauntlet yesterday as the Raiders wrapped up training camp out in Napa. It's Taz and the Moose back together again here on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Doing more brought to you by the Home Depot, the next generation of home improvement with everything you need to do projects smarter. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who is doing more for his team. How about Adam Jones? Smacked a two-run triple during a three-run first inning as the Diamondbacks cruise to a 6-1 win over the Giants out in Phoenix, Arizona. So we got the conversation going this morning, Taz, talking about Antonio Brown and the drama mm. uh, that continues to surround AB with the Raiders. But uh, you know, certainly not exactly the start you wanted. And uh, I'm sure Raider fans, I don't know how they're feeling. I'm sure they're hoping that obviously he's there week one. We both think he's going to be there week yeah, one. You think I he's going to so. be there this yeah. week uh, back at training camp, which might, might very well be the case. Um, but for the first time, you saw the frustration and the crack uh, by the Raiders GM Mike Mayock uh, talking tough yesterday, and rightfully so. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he. I think it's like, and, and you know, Gruden's get, Gruden and him are on the same page in this. They probably had a little closed door meeting, and it was like enough of this. And you know, and I think Gruden would have had had would have had no problem saying that to the media either. Either, um, but it was Mayock, and and I, and you could tell in his inflection the way he talked. You know, Mayock just said, bottom. when someone starts a sentence, well, look, bottom line, that, that basically means, listen, pay attention. This is what the deal is here. No BS, enough. 
I mean, I, that's it. He, he, when you started off with a bottom line, you're coming at me straight forge ahead, and that's what Mayock did. So I think Antonio Brown, uh, if he's not, a, if we're, they're at a Napa or they're still at Napa right now? No, they're done. They're done yes, in Napa. Was, yeah, they were supposed to wrap up today. It wrapped up yesterday. They wrapped up a day early. All right, so he's he's in, in the Oakland region, wherever they, they, their regular practice facility is. I guarantee he's there this today. I really believe that, and Tony Brown, I believe it. Because he's, I think that that message is pretty straightforward by Mayock. The GM says that. You haven't played a down for the team. Not a down. You know, in a, in a, in a game. A scrimmage. I mean, a scrimmage maybe, but I'm talking about like a preseason game or a regular season game. Yeah, I know you're Antonio Brown. That's great. But, you know, dude, you're like, you know, you, you got to like just, you're, you're getting paid all this money. To be on the team and play football, you you can't just go back to Miami anytime you want. Yeah, to... maybe I'll take a Zeppelin in, right? Oh, or like, like a, a blip, because as yeah. opposed to the hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah that's right. a bad idea. Zeppelin's a great idea. You don't see many guys do that. <laughs> Drop right into the practice field. Technically, <laughs> a Zeppelin and a blimp is the same thing, right? Yeah, right. It is the yeah. same thing. Yeah, but you don't hear many people call it a Zeppelin. I like that. <laughs> What's the other word? Uh, hot air? No, no. They call no, it. A, uh, uh, there's a de- something with a D. There's another name for a blimp. There's a third name. There is a, there is a der- you might der- be right derringible, de- something like that. I think I screwed. What are you making a face for? I don't know. <laughs> you know. I don't. And then it's I didn't know what you were saying something. a second ago. It was, a what? That just seemed dangerous. I think there's a third name a dinghy? for dinghy? That's a boat. No, a blimp or a zeppelin <laughs> and it's something else. I'm a telling you. A Derringer's dinghy. a gun, isn't it? Derringer's we're gonna a have a, no, a dinghy. That right. is a gun. Right. A dinghy. No, we're going to have our, our <laughs> hot air balloon and blimps research right, team looking for this. I think about Caddyshack. I got a hot air guy. Hold on. Excuse me, as I christen my sleuth. <laughs> What's going on, AB? How you oh, doing, buddy? We're all oh, back fun. together. Yes, we oh, are. This is awesome. And I didn't miss this song. So the Minnesota Vikings have overhauled their offense since last season. That includes adding some new weapons. Mannion back to pass over the middle. Caught Irv Smith Jr. Touchdown. The analyst is in regular season form. It is 10-9 Seattle. Mannion, Herb Smith Jr., they closed on it from three. That's Paul Allen on Vikings Radio. Rookie tight end Herb Smith Jr. expected to catch TDs from Kirk Cousins during the regular season. It was backup Sean Mannion in last night's 25-19 preseason home victory over the Seahawks. Derrickable. There it is. There it is. Thank you. Derrickable. I told you it was a D. Yeah. Or a sausage balloon. Oh, that's, that's the air. Shit. That's a whole other thing. That's, sausage. I looked up cinnamon, synonyms for blimp. Sausage. A sausage airship, sausage balloon, or dirigible. Dirigible. So see, when did you hear someone refer to a blimp as a dirigible? And how know. When I want to know, I need to know when someone referred to like sees the sees oh the Goodyear God. blimp and goes. Hey, that's some dirigible <laughs> there. I, I think well, years ago, my, where, my exactly grandmother where, probably told where, me where that. Exactly. Yeah, I, don't know, dude, so, I don't know how I've I never head. heard dirigible before. Dude, when, how, <laughs> is that, that scares me that that was stuck in my head. When you said Zeppelin, the first thing I thought about is obviously Led Zeppelin, but then I, I knew you were talking about a blimp. Yes. And then I'm thinking, I thought it was de- something with a D and it was dirigible. How do you say dirigible? Dirigible. Yeah, I think it's how you pronounce it. word right there. D-I-R-I-G-I-B-L-E. Wow. Dirigible. Yeah. And apparently there is a little bit of a difference between a Zeppelin and a blimp. 
What that difference is, I don't know. But <laughs> I don't, just, to people. So which one is a dirigible? Is it a Zeppelin or is it a blimp? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, it's a blimp, okay. I, 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 yeah, blimp is right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I like to use, I like, I'd rather call it like Moosted a Zeppelin. That does sound better <laughs> instead of a dirigible, but... Yes. Zeppelin's so have an internal uh, metal framework. What is that, Chicken? Uh, Zeppelin's have an internal metal framework. Oh, that it's amazing that you knew shape. that. All right, thanks, Mike. And what about the dirigible? <laughs> Don't have info on that one. It's a blimp. It's made of wood. Sturdy stone interior. <laughs> yeah, Never takes off. But uh, where were we? Oh yes, oh. the Vikings beat the Seahawks last night. Uh, Kirk Cousins started that game from Minnesota. He played two series, went six for eight, 68 yards, producing a field goal. Taysom Hill threw for two scores, led a field goal drive all in the second half as the Saints rallied past the Chargers in L.A. 19-17. Neither Drew Brees nor Phillip Rivers played. And then there's Antonio Brown. He didn't practice yesterday as planned in Napa. You guys have already played the ultimatum from Raiders GM Mike Mayock. Here is Agent Drew Rosenhaus last night on WSVN Television in Florida. I'm not sure that we agree that we've exhausted all the options as Mike Mayock said, uh, but there's no doubt it's still an ongoing process. We are trying to work with the team and the league and the union to come up with the solution. We haven't figured it out yet. Uh, and again, the NFL did not certify a newer model of Brown's preferred helmet. So all of those shut air advantages are now done. By the way. Yes. You see, I talked about it last week. So that shut helmet, okay, football yeah. helmet, right? So many years ago, okay, in like during the eighties and nineties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, most football players, NFL players, that was the it. helmet, right? Well, the, well, it was called bike. Okay, and, and now bike was owned by Shop, but it was called bike, like a bicycle. Yeah, most guys used Rydell helmets, or they used Shut. Uh, I'm sorry, bike helmets, and they also used a, a company called Max Pro. I don't know if they still make helmets. You know, now it's mostly Shut, which used to be bike. And uh, and and what do you call it, uh, Rydell? Okay. So Rydell, I think, is still like one of the more one of the more popular in college football right. and pro Rydell. football. Okay, but it used to be called Bike, and they were very very they were called Bike Air. So they were always and they would have a little pump. I had I had one in high school, one in college. I had a pump that you put through the top, and you'd pump air in it. The trainer would pump air for whatever tightness. But now, I guess with technology, they're finding you don't need that. Yeah, it's a it's a better ways to go with these shut advantage. It's on the way of the dirigible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like a, it's like wearing a dirigible on your head. But <laughs> <You're different. right. laughs> uh, the Chicago Cubs won the annual Little League Classic last night, seven one over the Pirates in Williamsport. Anthony Rizzo had two run homer, and closer Craig Kimbrell came off the IL with knee issues. He got two outs, allowed a solo homer the to Starling Marte. Yeah, the nickname not, you don't yeah. like him. I no, like yeah, the I Cubs like ones. I didn't like the, the Berg. Pirates, the Berg. Yeah, and they got the nicknames on the back. Now, now apparently next week. This is like a preview of all the teams. I want to see the Yankees. The, the Yankees won't. The Yankees are so traditional. Oh, no, no, they're, they're doing, doing it. it. They, they, did, yeah. they did this before? Yeah, yeah, they've done it before. Yeah. I remember. I don't think yeah. you have a choice. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think, yeah. Uh, but I could just picture the Yankees like, no, we're not doing this. Like, Because they're like the only one that, to me, is no, like real they're traditional. All, they're all in. Come on. Yeah. Support well, it says on front, bombers, right? Bronx bombers. I don't know like what that. it says on the front. Probably bombers. Well, so what they did they this year. They do the nicknames on the back. Yeah. They players' nicknames on the back. Right. And the. Mascot, the team names on the front, like the Pirates. Just they, they right, said no, the I saw that. Right, right. I don't know. I don't remember what the Yankees yeah, did on the front. The line. Cubs and Pirates, though, were those were different. Those were just for last night. Next weekend oh. is your regular jersey, but this year they did oh. it where 
the National League is wearing a white jersey with like silver, and I think it's a like the reverse. It's dark with white for American League teams, or yeah. how, they, how they split it. The National it. League, it's hard to decipher. They yeah. showed a mock uniform. It's really? hard to decipher, yeah. You know, the thing with all this is, it, it, they did a slow, just the, it, the lettering. It's for money. It's just so they can sell jerseys oh, no doubt. Out yeah, on, the, on this shop. That's yeah. all they're doing this yeah, stuff of course. for. It's not because yeah. they're fun to be around. Well, the MLB, they're just fun. Yeah, you know, well, no, make money. But yeah, of course they do. I mean, but and that's why they have the the different. You know, you'll see a little different variation in the the hats over the course of the right, year. Right, 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 right. Um, which that's are true. always and those are usually low production, so they're hard to right, get. Right. Create Sold a little Jones. right, yeah, so yeah. It, create a little bit better of a marketplace as well for mm. it uh, because they're not making them readily available. You have to. You know, get them right when they're out there. When they're gone, they're gone. So, I mean, yeah, I get it. I felt it. your pain, Moose, during uh, this past week. I get I it with Major League Baseball. Who doesn't want to make money? No, I want to tell you something. Yeah. I felt your pain. What's that? Because uh, Zach, Zach Gelb, who I used to call Zach Zelb, uh, Zach Gelb did a great job filling in for you last week, and he interrupted me at least three or four times. I got so mad at him. And I said to him, now I know how the moose feels. Yeah, well, you don't it's can't horrible. finish a train of thought. So that's why. I'm Thank trying. Thank you. I appreciate that. You You're letting it. me finish. You learned a little something last week. I did. I learned for something. Today. Thank, you. Thank you. For today. <laughs> for, for today, today and today only. Yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I did. I thought of you. I shot uh, a jab. Thank you. Like, you. I appreciate that. Moose. I understand the pain moose thank goes you. through now. Thank I get you it. very much. I appreciate it. Because Andrew's always interrupting you, so it's horrible. Yes, I know. Yes, yes. I know. Moose can never finish an update. No. Go ahead. Afternoon baseball yesterday. The Braves uh, rallied past uh, the Dodgers 5 3. But the lead story there is Ronald Acuna Jr. pulled for admiring a drive to right that didn't go over the fence. Yeah, he didn't run. Manager Brian Snitker <laughs> adding that Acuna can't let his 24 teammates down by not hustling. What should have been a double was only a single because he didn't run. Cleveland, an 8 4 win Love at that. Yankee oh, Stadium. Me too. He benched him. It's great. But it was odd. He, he played another inning in the field because they were letting uh, Adam Duvall loosen up to take yes. over for him. So he put him back out there. And then he's like, "You Now you're out. Now yeah. I'm showing you now. Now you're out. Oh, well, but back. I mean, it's a good message. It, was it being is. Sent. It is. It is. Uh, he's a really talented player. I tremendous. Mean, so gifted. Tremendous. So tremendous. gifted. Acuna's great. He really is. And they're just really good. And this is part of the reason why they're really good. Because they're setting that tone. You know, you, you, you're showing this kid's a star. And you're showing the rest of your roster, hey, they, they, don't be complacent. Don't be lazy. Don't run a ball out. Don't, you know, he, he should have been on second base. I mean, he should have well, been behavior, on second base. behavior, what's allowed and what's not. Correct. You right. set the tone. That's Correct. how it is on this show here. That's we it. set the tone. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. On a daily basis. That's right. Yes. Red, Red Sox lefty Chris Sale is seeing Dr. James Andrews today. Manager Alex Cora said yesterday Sale wants all the facts, all the options for whatever injury he suffered in his last start back on Tuesday. The L.A. Lakers need help following DeMarcus Cousins' torn ACL. They're apparently interested in Dwight Howard. The Grizzlies reportedly allowing Howard to speak with any interested team. And Justin Thomas, a three-shot win over Patrick Kentley at the BMW Championship near Chicago. Tiger Woods finished tied for 37th, failed to qualify for the Tour Championship this week in Atlanta. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. 855-212-4CBS is your number to call. 855-212-4227. That's funny. There's, there's, that, there's that band, Led Dirigible. Yes, that's it. <laughs> One of the greats. One of the great bands of Led Dirigible. Ziku, Jerry Jones speaks. We'll get into that next. It's Taz, it's Moose, it's a Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
time right now to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Submit your question. If you're listening later on the show, we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service. Where? O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Let's hear from the Cowboys owner. Here is Jerry Jones getting asked about his star running back. Is Pollard your best negotiator with Zeke? Who? Pollard. Zeke who? <laughs> He's got your camera. It's <laughs> uh, like, uh, like a good old boy's laugh. I mean, uh, it's, I mean yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones uh, joking around about the fact that uh, – you know, and they, you know, they've talked up Pollard the entire training camp. What he's been able uh, to do behind that offensive line, running the football, and they're excited about their rookie out of Memphis, right? But uh, still, we know how important Ezekiel Elliott is, and the Cowboys are, you know, playing with fire here a little bit. Um, you know, in terms of uh, this season, they might not, they might come out rosy on the end, and you know, they might prove uh, that you know Elliott is not as valuable as we all perceive him to be, Taz. Mm. Uh, but they certainly are playing hardball with him. They are, man. And they're sending messages. They're sending messages back there when the owner says, Zeke, who? Yeah, he's joking around, you know, but they, <laughs> he, he's definitely getting the message across. I mean, and the kid Pollard is something else. I mean, he's a young age, 22 years old, out of Memphis, like you said, Moose. I think his combine numbers, he ran like a 4-5. He wasn't a blazer, but his instincts on the field, like his vision on the field this early on have been tremendous in reports out of Dallas. He's just been excellent. So they got a couple of good bats. Darius Jackson's another guy who's real good. So, you know, they, you know, they, they hey, you got to, um, if you're if you're the Dallas Cowboys, right, if you're Jason Garrett or if you're the owner of Jerry Jones, whatever, you got to embrace those that are there, those that are sweating, those that are working hard, those that are out there grinding, just like we talked about earlier about A.B., Antonio Brown, uh, not being around with the Raiders, you know, you you gotta you you gotta praise those that are there. So hey, I think it's great. I think it's great that it's a little you know shot taken by Jones. Not surprised. Jones has done worse than this. You know, add his uh, his star running back who's sitting home. Uh, you know, who's holding out. Yeah, does that help negotiations or does that hurt negotiations? I, I guess you know that yeah. would. If I'm Elliot, that would bother me even more. Uh, you know, if there was any kind of a you know a crack in the foundation of maybe me, me being unsettled about yeah. maybe potentially returning, and then hearing Jerry Jones, you know, joking at all. I, I we all understand it was a joke, and he, and he's right. playing around a little bit. But this is also Elliot, you know, concerned about his future and concerned about may, trying to maximize his value as a player. Does that make me even more entrenched? I think it probably does as a player. Yeah, I, I guess it depends, right, on that player, on the, how Zeke thinks, how Zeke Elliott thinks. Like, some might think he gets, you know, he might get ticked off by, you know, he knows that, you know, he's the brunt of the joke at the end of the day uh, with this little wisecrack by by uh, by Jones. But the thing is, are you competitive enough that you want to be back wearing a star on your helmet and say, okay, I'm Ezekiel. You think Tony Pollard or Jackson's better than me? Okay, well, I'll show you. But he, I guess he feels he's proven himself, which he has. He's well, a- right, but I guess my point is you, you're right. I mean, it would raise the competitive juices to the point of you saying, okay, I, I don't, you know, uh, the hell with the long-term financials, you right. know, uh, security. I'm going to return to the team. I mean, is he is he wired that way, Taz, or is he wired to the way to the where, okay, I understand on the brunt end of the joke, and it is a joke, but – 
I mean, if he really thinks that I'm that replaceable, you know what? I'll sit back, relax, and watch right. and well, see what Pollard can can go out there and do. And I guarantee you he's not going to be everything that they're making him out to be in the regular season. Right. It's one thing to do it in training camp. It's one thing to do in the preseason. Mm-hmm. We've seen guys star in the preseason yeah. and then do next to nothing in the NFL. We've seen other guys become stars in the preseason and go on to have really good NFL careers. So it can go one way or the you other. Can't if tell. I'm, yeah, you right. Know. If, I, if I'm Elliot, though, am I? Am I now even more entrenched, a little bit more bothered and ticked off? Because I guarantee you this. I mean, you know, if this was the the mentality of an Antonio Brown, I guarantee you Jerry Jones probably wouldn't be joking around the way that he did. He probably knows the player a little bit more and feels like maybe he can get away with that. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott's not as emotional as some other guys. That's a good point. You know, because I I think there are other guys, Taz, that would be quite bothered by this and basically say, screw you. (laughs) That could be. You're right. I mean, you're definitely right. I I don't know. I mean, I don't don't know Ezekiel Elliott, his his mindset on how he feels once he heard this. He might have giggled and said, yeah, he's just just playing games. You're right about that. He might have, but he might be like, hey, you know, Mike, to your point, Moose, he might be like, how the hell are you people? You know, you guys need me more than I need you. Because that offense, you know, I mean, Dak Prescott does a good job. And, and a bulk of the reason why he does a good job, and he has done a good job in the recent past, recent seasons, it's because of, of that offense is built around Zeke Elliott. And, and they have a great chemistry together, Dak and Zeke. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, can Pollard do the same thing that, that Ezekiel Elliott does on a regular basis the regular season? Can Darius Jackson do the same things that Ezekiel Elliott does in the regular season? I strongly doubt that. I, I mean, I, I don't care. You know, uh, put everything aside with this guy off the field, Ezekiel Elliott, and, and all this stuff, and, and that he's sitting home and all this stuff with him off the field and all this jazz. In between the lines, this guy was a beast mode running back at Ohio State. And in the NFL for the Cowboys, he's been nothing but beast. Most of the league's leading, been Ru- great. leading Russia last year. I mean, no you know, one, I'm not. You're, you're absolutely right, uh, Taz. You're absolutely right. But I will say this: if I'm a if I'm a young high school player, and I've got an opportunity to play multiple positions, if I'm that good, right? Mm. And I got an opportunity to say play. If I'm a running back and and corner, running back and linebacker, I'd rather play any other position if oh. I can still be as good of player at another position. <laughs> I would never want to be a running back. Dude, you're right. Because you're right. It, is, it is a position in the National Football League yep. that is interchangeable where my money-making days are when I'm young, and then when I hit free agency, I'm viewed as an older running back. I'm not going to be able to maximize my value. Uh, teams have realized, come to the realization, these guys are interchangeable, uh, that I can, I can get just as pr- much production from a fifth-round draft choice as I can from a first-round draft choice, Taz. I would never want to play running back if I'm if I'm good enough to play another position aside from running back. Taz, I'd want to go play the other position. I completely agree, and I feel like it's happened overnight. I'm exaggerating that the running back spot has become like you just laid out perfectly, almost not archaic, but almost to the point of where it's like, eh, you know, your shelf life is super short and super small. If you're a younger player, to the point you're making, yeah, I. If my son was a football player and he was, you know, fixing to go to middle school, for argument's sake, I, I'd, I'd want him. I would say, look, maybe you want to rethink being a running back. You know, play in slot, play as a receiver, maybe play on the defensive side. But you, you, you have more worth if you're big enough and fast enough as a, a Russian, a defensive end, yeah. than you do as a, a running back. And I you're mean, gonna have a longer career. And there was a time for years, as you know, running back was the spot. Oh, it was was yeah. the spot, no doubt. You know, like, and you'd have established guys and stars year in and year out, Taz. But you look at it now is. 
You know, there are guys that will star one year, two years, and then basically a year and a half later they're out of the league. Oh, and Or, or they're a, a third running back right. on a roster. And, and they're not getting the burn and the run that they did before. And it's almost becoming, like I said this on Friday, it's, like, it's almost becoming like the position – it's becoming like a specialist almost, yeah. Like almost like almost like a specialist, like a, like a kicker to some degree, or like in the cross, there's a face off guy, and it's called a fogo. Yeah. Okay, face off, get off, right? So that's all they do is face off. Like it's almost like you, 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 you these running backs. I feel like, and we talked about it. Was there a what would we say, Mike? It was a not a, a union, a union. There, there was a scuttlebutt last week for a union just for the running backs. Like, and, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, like a and, specialist, and, you know? and Taz, there are examples for teams to look at where, you know, Todd Gurley, where he gets rewarded with the deal, and now he has a dealing with an arthritic knee. And if you asked the Rams management right now and gave them truth serum, would they like to get out from underneath that Gurley deal? Absolutely. 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 No no because doubt. that's no a doubt. condition that's going to – you have no idea when you're dealing with arthritis in your knee, Taz. Oh. You have no idea how you're going to feel day to day. One day it feels good and one day it hurts like hell. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> we'll go camping. We'll hit the campgrounds. We'll do that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.